Hey, yo, what's up? It's your boy, sir, of the 2020 Podcast, LLC. Please say the LLC. And before you listen to this episode, I just got to let you know, I need you to stop what you're doing. Go to blkrenaissance.com, and I need you to shop for the culture. That's right. Anytime you use the promo code LLC20 at Black Renaissance Clothing's website, you will get 20% off your order. Off rip. No questions asked. So do me a favor and do it for the culture. Peace. Sir of the 2020 podcast LLC, please say the LLC. And today I have a special guest, Miss Jay Chantel, is in the building. Today, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. How you doing, sir? Man, I can't call it. I can't call it at all. You know, though, that's what the old folks say, at least. So <laughs> before we get started, right? You know, that's that's what the old folks say. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 getting up in age, so I got to start adapting the old folks saying you know what i'm saying so i can embrace my my older age but yeah. uh, before we go any further just like i do for everybody i like to give them their flowers while they're here thank you for taking time out your day to do this you know you could have been chilling you could have been asleep you could have been working you could have just been watching tv but you chose to do this for me so i appreciate you yeah no problem no problem anything to support the people that support me Hey, you already know. So let's let's get cracking. Let's go ahead and get right into it. So if anybody were to ask, what is it that Jay Chantel does? What would you tell them? Jay Chantel is a singer songwriter. And I've been an artist for about eight years now. And I just released my uh, latest single last month. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. What's the name of that single? It's called I'm in love with your brother. Ah, okay, okay. I remember seeing the flyer for it, and um, it's it's catchy because it caught me off guard. You know what I'm saying? But then I went and watched the video when you released it, uh, the the lyric video, I believe that that was recently dropped. And I was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. There's a story here. Okay, okay, okay. There's a whole little vibe with that. I like it though. Is 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 dope. It's dope. So let's 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 talk about you and your career path. You said you've been doing this for eight years, right? Were there, uh, you know, anyone that kind of inspired you or what really made you go into the direction of music? Well, I started music when I was like 10 in middle school, you know, elementary school. We have a middle school that comes and plays for the uh, K 
kid. So that's when I got interested in music. Mm. I kind of wanted to play the drums at first until like uh, this guy in my church, he plays the trumpet. And I used mm. to always see him in church and the sound was just so dope. I was like, so I told my parents I wanted to play the trumpet. So that's how I started my musician journey. Like when I was like 10, so I started getting in the band. And, and I was singing in a choir at church. So I always been around it. But mm. as far as actually you know, stepping out on my own and becoming an artist. That was a whole different, I never even saw that coming, so. Really? Yeah. Okay. And you know what's interesting with a lot of artists that I interview, something, a common denominator that I hear is church. You know, getting the feel of music from church. And I think that's like a common thread, especially in the black community. Because, you know, with older black families, you had to go to church on Sunday. It wasn't no questioning. If it was Sunday, you was going. So I think it's dope that you found inspiration within church to kind of pursue music. Were there any other ways that your music was influenced through church, whether it be through like, you know, different instruments or different singing yeah. patterns or anything like that? I used to, um, it's the runs for me. Like mm. I grew up in this like holiness church and it was always this, this organ. It was like this soul sound, you know, and, um, so actually I started playing the drums because my brother was a bass player and my sister was a singer. So I would always hear my sister singing, my brother playing the bass. So I started playing the drums at church some too and uh, to get more into it. But mm. the trumpet, the trumpet just stood out because you didn't even really need a microphone at church with that. It was just like the sound of the trumpet is something that's magnifying. It's always been that way. It's like, that's why it's the best instrument in the marching band. I'm not even going to argue with you on that one. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. That's that's fact, though, because it's the main thing you hear. To be honest with you, it projects so well that it has to get your attention. The horn section is it, you know. So I, I agree with you wholeheartedly, especially with me. I went to a HBCU and you already know if you attended any sort of uh, fifth quarter or halftime show at a HBCU, that's like a whole nother event. You know what I'm saying? If your horns are trash, we can't respect you. You're bound to get booed. But if you come in there all one sound, the first thing you're going to hear is those horns. You know what I'm saying? So I, I fully realize and fully agree with what you're saying. So let's let's take that from age 10 up to now, doing music, perfecting your craft. I have a question. So were there any like obstacles that you encountered along the way up to this point? Oh, yeah. Um, when I was, uh, like my third year in college mm -hmm. and I was in Greece at the time and I got pregnant. So I had to leave school for a while. I had to go back home. So during that time when I was raising my son, I kind of, I was still doing music, but it was more so I was just playing the trumpet. You know, I was playing in different bands as far as just to make money. Mm -hmm. But, I, um, that was a big obstacle for me was trying to be a mother and, still do music, but music, it was a part of me. So it really never left, but it was an obstacle trying to overcome that and still stay focused on my music. Mm. So it was just, it was kind of like this, you know, and um, over time and I realized that raising a child, you have to show the child that no matter what, you have to follow your dreams. You have to keep going for what you think that your purpose is, you know, because some people don't really know their purpose. They think they know, but I think through life, we find out what our purpose is more and more each day, honestly. So. Ooh. 
That is true. The, the journey is just that you just don't figure out your lane like, you know, day one. Usually after try and experience those trials you're talking about and those left turns and the the, the curveballs to kind of solidify why you do what you do and find your passion. So I think it's interesting that you brought up being a mom because that kind of ties into my next question. So how do you manage with you wearing so many hats, <laughs> literally and figuratively? So how do you manage? <laughs> All right, we can start that over, right? It's good. I can, listen, I can edit that out, so don't even worry about it. It's too late. I don't know. It's all good. So how do you manage to balance work, you know, with your passion and your personal life? Well, I kind of include it now. It's kind of inclusive now. So mm -hmm. um, whatever music is my main thing. So mm -hmm. that's my career that I'm going for. And whatever I'm doing as far as I have a day job, that's just basically to take care of home and to take care of my music. So everything is based around my music and taking care of my son. That's pretty much my main goal and focus right now. That's got to be amazing to be, because I'm not quite there yet. This is my passion. This is what I love doing. But I'm not at a point just yet where I'm able to solely focus on this. So I envy you, like in a positive way, not in a negative way. But I, I wholeheartedly encourage you it's to keep not, going. It's not easy thing now, like because mm. some days you get so tired from coming home from work, and you're like, man, I don't want to get in the studio. Today. I don't want to record nothing today. But then at the end of the day, you can't let too long go by. It, too much time go by without staying focused because you know it's like, okay, if I don't do it, then what? And I'm just mm. going to be on this job, stuck on this job. And then now my dreams are just faded away. Ooh, I refuse then, to do that. That's not a good example for my son either. So. Mm, that's a good point. You do have a set of eyes behind you watching. So that is a, a good little motivator as well. Mm, didn't think of that. Didn't think of that. So yeah. we mentioned earlier that you've been doing this for several years, doing music. Um, you know, over the last eight years or there's surely memories that you've gathered, you know, uh, I did do a little bit of research on you, seeing you perform at different locations, hearing your voice, hearing your ranges. So, so far up to this point, up to today, has there been any moment that kind of solidified kind of your passion? Like, yo, this is why I do this. You know, did you have you had that moment? And if so, could you share it with us? Oh, let me think. Let me think. It's like a recent moment. It ain't even got to uh, be recent. Just just a moment that kind of let you know that you were on the right path. I would say around Christmas time, I, uh, not this past Christmas, but when I first came to Nashville, I went to this nursing home up here. It was like a, it was more so for Alzheimer's and uh I think it was Alzheimer's and it was some it was some type of place I don't know but I volunteered to play there play some Christmas music right mm. so I went in there you know and I was just playing and I was looking and I was like these people they don't remember a lot but they remember these songs you know they remember mm. this music you know and it's like so I'm just playing and playing it's like they're looking around you know you know most of them have dementia they don't remember their family names they don't even know where they are but they know 
joy to the world. You know what I'm saying? It was oh, like, man. man. And they would actually clap at the end. They would be rocking. And I was like, okay. So things like that are rewarding at the same time. And it's like, it lets me know like, okay, so you're obviously doing something, right? You know, and just doing music, it's a feeling that you get. And, you know, I have a great relationship with God. So of course the spirit leads me in whatever I'm doing. And that's how I, that's just how I live. I, I live to be led to know that this is what I was meant to do, if that makes sense. I mean, I hope it makes sense. It should make sense, God damn it. Well, okay, you can, <laughs> you can cut that part. I'm not. I'm keeping that. That was funny. <laughs> um, and I agree with you. And let me tell you why I agree with you. I believe there's different forms of ministry. I believe there's people that can speak to you. I think there's people that could sing to you. I believe that are people that can paint and you get a message. And with you being able to play music, it just, you can't tell me God isn't in creation. Let me tell you what I mean by that. You are able to take an instrument, you're able to blow air and make a sound that triggers a memory in people who have a disease that deteriorates their memory. Like if that isn't God working through you, I don't know what is, you know? So I think you, you are an instrument of God, period. So keep going. That is dope. Being able to do that. Even if it's for just a few minutes of one of the most important days that they may not be able to remember next year, you know, you're able to be a reminder of that, you know, that's, that's a gift that a lot of people can't give. So on behalf of everybody who heard that story just now, let me give you your flowers. That's dope of you. And the fact that you volunteered, you know, that, that says a lot about your character. You know, a lot of people won't even think about something unless it involves money, especially this age of securing the bag. If it isn't about money, people don't want to hear it. But sometimes it's about more than money. It's about the human spirit. You know, it's about giving back. It's about being an example, as you said. So kudos to you. Kudos to you on that. Now, here at the 2020 podcast, we believe in being transparent, though. So I'm going to flip that question. Just like we have the beautiful moments, there's ugly ones, there's scary ones. So yeah. at any point in time, did you feel that you wouldn't be successful? And if so, who or what changed your mind? Well, it was um, it was a trip that I went on uh, maybe like 2018, been close to three years now. And um it was a few of my college friends that I was in the band with. We all went on this trip. You know, we were trying to, just a bonding thing. We hadn't seen each other in a while. And uh, so at, at that time when I went on this trip, I had been kind of struggling. You know, I was having this, I had this like bad writer's block for like that whole, for like a few months actually. So I was like, okay, so we went to Panama City and I was like, okay. Maybe this trip should help me. You know, I think this trip will help my mind clear it up, seeing my old friends, having a good time. By the time I get back home, I'll be able to get right back into it. It'll just come back like that. You know, because sometimes you need to just get away. But while we were there, uh, we were at the beach and one of my friends, well, make a long story short, I had to witness one of my friends pass away at the beach because he, he couldn't get saved from, you know, he had went out too far in the water or whatever. 
And it was crazy because we were all just laughing and talking. We had went to Dave and Buster's. We all just, you know, having a good time, you know. And just like that, within a matter of 30 seconds, he was gone, you know. And that right there let me know, okay, so if life is just that short, well, I can be right here talking to this person and we're all showing love for each other. And 30 seconds later, you see somebody lifeless on the ground. That was, that'll change your whole life. You're going to, especially when somebody you love and care for, you'll be like, okay, whoa, uh, I need to get my shit together. You know, it's like, because you don't know how long you have on earth. Mm -hmm. So that's what made me say, okay, I'm never stopping. I don't care what happens. I don't care who says what. This is my dream. This is my purpose. And that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to do it for him and do it for me, do it for everybody that wants to do it, that can't do it, that want, you know, like, it's just right. like one of those things. Like I had a burst of reality that snapped in. It was like, don't give up because if you give up, then you leave here, then what? You left right. nothing, you know? So that was the moment in my life where I realized that uh, it's more to life than materialistic things and stress, you stress about stuff like that, then look at this situation, you know, so it's, that kind of changed my life forever. Yeah. Mm. See, I had a moment, that was it. Ooh. And I, I want to offer my condolences, um, even with it being three or so years ago, losing a friend is never easy, you know? Um, oh. So I definitely offer my prayers to you and the family and, uh, you know, letting that serve as a constant reminder to not give up is the best way to handle that. Because I'm sure that friend was aware of you doing music and wouldn't want you to stop, you know? Uh, so right. I, I, I can see the silver lining in that situation that you use it as fuel. So yeah. he was a musician as well. Like, so mm. we all were trying Man, so yeah, you definitely, yeah, you definitely have to keep going. So my next question, Jay, is my infamous question. Now, I don't want that to scare you, though. Don't let that scare you. I call it infamous because it's my long-term question. Because with being an entrepreneur, with being someone that, that wants to do for themselves, you have to have some sort of a foresight, you know, as much as you can. Mm -hmm. Where would you like to be as a mom, as a musician, as a person in the next one year, in the next three years, and then in the next 10 years? Okay. So in one year, you said one year and three and what? Ten. <laughs> one, three, okay. ten. I'll answer that this way. All right. So in one year, I really want to have a better relationship with, it's like I have a relationship with God, but I want it to be better. I want to be able to be so in tune with myself and my spirit that I know for a fact that can't nothing break me. Mm -hmm. You know, as far as music, I also want to be, you know, of course, ahead in my career. And I want to go into acting more because I was a theater major in college. So I've been okay. diddling in that, you know, a little bit. So, and in three years, 
I would um I would definitely, you know, be giving back the millions that I make to the less fortunate in my hometown, Pritchard Mobile, okay. wherever I wherever I've had some raising. And uh but my ultimate goal really is to have my own production company where mm. you know we can bring in people. We can bring in singers, musicians, you know, dancers and actors. We can have a full-blown production company and where we uh, just work on nothing but entertainment. And um, I would love to travel the world and share my music, but it's really, I can't really say, I know what I want, but I really would like to just say, I want to be where God has, like whatever God's will is for my life, that's where I want to be, whatever he has for me to do. And Whatever that is, I'm ready for it. These people upstairs, get on my goddamn. <laughs> I was like, is somebody moving the salt around the table or something? What's going on there? I understand. I'm on the bottom floor, so I get all of that and more. So I understand. But that's just yeah. motivation. You know what I'm saying? You got to move up. You know what I'm saying? Here come that house where it's just y'all. You know what I'm saying? You got to worry about nobody upstairs. Except the kids running, playing and stuff. That's it. Right. So... <laughs> So my final question, and this is the, this is my favorite, honestly, because every response has a uh, kind of like a, a link with the next person I've interviewed. The hardest thing to do is to take your dream and pursue it. What words of encouragement would you have for somebody that has a dream, they have an idea, but they're afraid to pursue it. What words of encouragement would you have for them if you could talk to them right now? You die today. That's it. Like, if you have a dream and you're scared, don't be scared. Be yourself. Keep God first. Don't give up. Keep pushing and do whatever you have to do to make it known that this is mine and I'm going to take it and it's mine. That's it. Because what God has for you is for you and can't nobody do nothing to stop it. I don't care. Ain't no devil in hell going to stop it. Just keep going forever until the last breath. Hustle to the last breath. Breath. (sighs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. That is a word if I ever heard such um jay if anybody wanted to get in touch with you whether it be about music whether it be about your latest project you know what i'm saying make sure y'all go and check it out the video is dope um where would be the well what would be the best method of contact for you uh the best method you can hit me up on facebook or instagram at jay chantel music it's jay with a c j c h a n t e l music you can just DM me. You can email me at jchantelmusic.com. jchantelmusic at gmail.com. Do I need to start over? No, oh, I got you. <laughs> okay, cool. Just um, you can email me at jchantelmusic.com. But mainly I respond better on Instagram, Facebook. Just send me a DM, hit me up, and we can go from there. Yeah, she ain't lying because I wrote her and she like responded immediately. So yeah, she she definitely responds quickly. So <laughs> kudos to you on that. People be leaving folks on red, man. You know what I'm saying? They look at you and then they just leave. I'm like, dang, that's messed up. All right, cool. But I appreciate you, Jay. Um, this has been a pleasure. 
I really enjoyed this interview. I look forward to hearing more from you. And I'm not just saying that because I'm doing this interview with you. I genuinely enjoy your sound. So keep going. Um, and I'll make sure to include her links and information that she provided in the description below. If you're watching the video, if you're listening, unpack podcast land. I'm tongue tied today. If you're listening to podcast land is in the description as well. And with that being said, this has been your boy, sir. 2020 podcast, LLC, Jay Chantel. 2020 podcast. I don't know. I don't know. Podcast. I don't know. They don't know yet. Hometown. I appreciate you thinking of me and uh, allowing me to, you know, be on your platform tonight. So God bless you and God bless your podcast and may you grow in Jesus' name. Hey, that oh, is claiming. Even Jesus. Hey, you know, hey I sorry. do. I, I, okay. I kicks it with Jesus. That's my dude. That's my guy. But that cool. being said, <laughs> it's been your boy, sir, Jay Chantel, and we are out.